Okay, last night in Chattanooga, there was a public event at the Jewish Cultural Center called Solidarity with the People of Israel. The country at war this morning, and the people of Israel are under attack from terrorists targeting innocent civilians, including women and children. We want to welcome back to the show. He, he did a fantastic job for us yesterday. Michael Dezik, the executive director of the Chattanooga Jewish Federation. And also on the line is Austin Sinner from Chattanooga. He's a national board member of an organization called ORT, where for more than 140 years, they have offered access to educational programs and under-resourced communities, including Israel and the country's northern and southern areas that have been targeted. Uh, we just wanted to find out from Michael first uh, on the hotline, the turnout last night, what was discussed, a mixture of, of Jews, non-Jews. What, what, what took place, Mike, Michael? All right, let me go ahead and uh, let's, let me try Austin. Austin, I got you on there, don't I? Austin? Yeah. Hello, Chad. Hey, How are you doing? Good. You were there last night as well. What was uh, what did you see? Well, absolutely. And, and the thing about Bad Nigger's community is is they always support uh, uh, our communities, whether we're here in Chattanooga or overseas. And there was just a incredible turnout last night. And you know, as uh, we do here in Chattanooga, we have programs where we bring Israelis here, and one of them through our Jewish agency, we have Ofer, who is uh, what we call a shahim, an emissary, and he is new to Chattanooga. He's only been here for a week, and he spoke about his family and his feelings of what's going on right now, and I could not imagine being away from my family if they were going through this this sort of thing. Has he made and, contact, Austin, with his family? Yes, he's made contact with his family, his friends. Uh, regretfully, he talks about uh, some classmates that are missing and how all of his friends have been called up or are part of uh, the mission. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's very hard on him as i could imagine and you work with an organization that works closely with schools in the areas that have been impacted yes uh or or uh world orts in 40 countries and over 250 students and we have a uh school a youth village in uh southern israel near ashkeline it's about eight miles from the gaza border uh, and it just happened on, on this day, our day students and boarding students. So we have about 68 boarding students there from all over the world. We even have kids from the Ukraine that we were able to get out of the Ukraine to, to bring them to, to, uh, uh, Israel and to our school. And then a lot of our day students and teachers live, uh, in the neighborhoods that are adjacent to the Gaza Strip and, uh, Sadly, some of the updates that I've gotten is we've gotten in touch with most of the kids and families, but there still are some missing uh, family members. And I have a uh, update today, a uh, Zoom meeting about it, and to go down and visit these families and to to sit at their tables and be invited in their house. Um, it really is is. Uh, just something you can't put words to. All right, we're going to uh, take a quick break. Austin Center, thank you for what you do. Michael Dezik, talk to Austin Center, also on the line. Michael Dezik, head of the Jewish Federation of Chattanooga. Michael, thank you again for what you brought to our show yesterday, an incredible history lesson. I cannot tell you how invaluable your words were. I, I, I learned so much. 
what was it like last night? We heard from Austin. He said it was a great turnout. Yeah. What are your takeaways? Thank you, Jed. As my, is the connection a little better? Yes, we got you. Great, 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 great. We had about 150 people in person and another 150 people who Zoomed in with us. It was really beautiful. I would say it was about 40% non-Jewish, which made me, just, you know, I think it made everybody just feel the community come together. It was very warm. It was very loving. Um, there were definitely some tears in the room as some of the people spoke. Um, two of our rabbis spoke. Um, I, I'd also mentioned, I think I saw five or six of our non-Jewish clergy who had also come from around North Georgia and Chattanooga to be with us as well. It, it just felt like a, a meaningful um, program. You know, look, we wanted to create a meaningful opportunity so that people could, you know, wrap their arms around each other. We could, you know, give each other a hug. We could still feel a little helpless and sad and angry, but we could all do this together, and that, I think, is what makes a community stronger. The morning process is interesting. Was it a, for lack of a better term, and I mean, no, was, was it a funeral? Was it that type of thing, or was it? No, it, no, Jr. it really wasn't a funeral. Uh, I mean, look, we heard some stories of people who were missing, and, Eventually, they were they we through the story the person told they they were found them in the at the uh, peace concert who were shot and killed, um, but it wasn't it wasn't a funeral or even really remembering them. It was telling their stories. Gotcha. It was really I think a lot of talk about hope um, that we know Israel's going to it's going to be bad, right? We, yes. We talked about the call up of the three hundred thousand soldiers. We know that they're talking about the obliteration of Israel. That's the term I kept hearing mm -hmm. uh, on the news from Israeli officials last night. Um, it's not going to be pretty. And again, as I said yesterday, I'll say again, I feel so much sympathy and empathy for the civilians on, in Israel and in the West Bank who are going to be killed. I, hate that. I, I really, truly do. I don't want that. But what tell, you know? what's the way to get rid of Hamas? This terrorist organization is I gave you yesterday, Hamas is just like ISIS. You know, what they're threatening to do with killing hostages on live television to, so the world can see them is, uh, what's the word for that? You know, um, Michael, you, you know, I'll throw this out to you in Austin. You know, you were talking about, you know, the Palestinians and, and you don't want you know, the, 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 this to happen to the citizens there, not the Hamas, but yeah. the, the citizens. But uh, yesterday, Israel cut off all water, electricity, any kind of vital services, food deliveries. Um, the, it's just it just seems like this is just going to mean one by one hostages are going to be killed. It, it definitely does feel that way. Um, and I think Israel's in a very difficult position. You know, I don't have any connections to the Israeli government or anything like that, but it just, you know, as an outsider looking in, it feels like it's just a, it's a bad situation. There's not many good choices. They're all bad choices. Um, but, uh, you know, I think Israel, after 15, 17 years of fighting off and on with Hamas, has finally realized that that containment of Hamas, trying to, you know, minimize things, is not the path that they need to take. And I think that's why they're talking so strongly, uh, uh, eliminating Hamas the best that they can. I was going to say, in this country, Michael, and you can agree or disagree, I'm not sure Americans can wrap their arms around having missiles lobbed in their backyard 
two times a month or whatever it is. It's just something yeah. that we would have a hard yeah. time to understand the threat every single day of, I want to eliminate you as a country. I don't think we get that. I, we know, certainly don't feel that every day. It's like Hickson is to Chattanooga is what you, what, what you yeah, told me exactly. before. It's, you know, they say in some areas that are close to the border, when a missile goes up and the sirens go off, you have 15 seconds to find shelter. One five, 15 seconds. Terrifying. Uh, and this is the way that people have lived their lives, uh, yep. running to shelters back and forth and back and forth. Um, it's terrible. And, again, those missiles are just shot up indiscriminately. They're not mm -hmm. going for military targets. Mm -hmm. They're there to terrorize the Israeli population. You well, we also remember what Hamas, and, and I did talk about this last night, Hamas's goal is not to make peace. It's not to have conversations and discussions and compromise. It's not to have a two states living side by side in peace. Their goal and it is written in their mission statement, is the elimination of the state of Israel. They do not want Israel to exist. All right, hold on right there. Austin, Mike, hold on. we got to take a quick break. We're coming right back to you all. I, I just really appreciate you being here.